0: Hi, I'm Ray Keating, and this is Free Enterprise in 3 Minutes. In this 191st episode, we're going to look at key trends in the U.S. labor force focusing on the reality of a tight labor market now and potentially far into the future. Now, the labor force is the total number of employed and unemployed individuals, that is, those either working or seeking employment. In turn, the labor force participation rate, which is what we'll focus on, Is the labor force as a percent of the civilian non institutional population? That is, those 16 years or older, not in the military nor institutionalized. The labor force participation rate grew from the mid 1960s to the late 1990s, for example, going from 58.7% in 1964 to 67.1% in each year from 1997 to 2000. But Decline took hold with the Great Recession. That recession went from late 2007 to mid-2009, with the labor force participation rate going from 66.2% in 2006 to 62.7% in 2015. It climbed back some to 63.1% in 2019, and then declining with the pandemic and registering 62.2% in 2022. So in 2022, the labor force was still short of where it was pre-pandemic, where it was pre-Great Recession, and where it was in 2000. Part of the reason is the fact that the U.S. population is growing older. But if we zero in on the key part of the workforce, that is individuals ages 25 to 54, a high of an 84.1% labor force participation rate was hit in the late 1990s. It then meandered a bit, registering 83.1% in 2008, but then declined to 80.9% in 2014, rising to 82.5% in 2019, and then falling to 81.4% in 2020 with the pandemic. It regained some ground and hit 82.5% in 2022. Again, this rate was below the pre-Great Recession level, and below the late 1990s level. In this essential age group, while the female participation rate generally has recovered well since the Great Recession, the male participation rate has been steadily and rather dramatically declining since at least 1960, going from 97.1% in 1960 to 88.6% in 2022. Now, wait, there's more. The U.S. working age population, again, those ages 25 to 54, really hasn't budged much since two th- late 2007. In, 2000, in December 2007, there were 126 million people in this group, and the number only grew to 127.2 million in December 2022. If you expand this to 15 to 64-year-olds, that population group increased From 196.5 million in in December 2007 to 207.5 million in December 2022, an increase of only 5.6% over that same period. Finally, in early 2023, the Congressional Budget Office estimated that the annual growth rate for the U.S. civilian non institutionalized population (laughs) from 2023 to 2053 would average. 0.4%. That's 0.4% annual average rate of growth. That compared to an average growth rate of 1.1% over the past 40 years. And as for the 25 to 54-year-olds, average annual growth is estimated at 0.2% over the coming three decades versus 0.9% over the past four decades. Now, to sum up, none of this is good for the U.S. economy. After all, a growing population, particularly under a free enterprise system, means a larger pool of people to generate new ideas, entrepreneurs to drive innovation and growth, workers contributing to the economy, and consumers being served by entrepreneurs, businesses, and workers. So when population growth slows dramatically, stagnates, or perhaps even goes negative, the result is less economic growth, and stagnating living standards. Thanks for listening. By the way, please pick up the paperback or Kindle edition of my book, The Weekly Economist, 52 Quick Reads to Help You Think Like an Economist. Pre-order The Weekly Economist 2, 52 more quick reads to help you think like an economist. And perhaps buy copies for others in your life, especially high school and college students. Like and follow us on Facebook at Free Enterprise Economics and on Twitter at Free Enterprise 7. And subscribe to the Free Enterprise in 3 Minutes podcast. Take care, and hey, think more like an economist.